Welcome to Rebel Health Radio, bringing the best in alternative and integrative medicine to your ears. Well, hello, my name is Patricia Warby uh, from Alchemy Therapies, and I'm here to talk a little bit more about uh, aspects of what I've learned over the last 20, 25 years with regard to the mind and body. Um, I went through my own healing journey and I discovered an awful lot that wasn't taught to me either at school or university, even though I went through um, a university grade education in biochemistry and physiology. Most of this stuff that I've learned since I was never taught. And in my first video, uh, which I recorded last week, which I'll include in the description, we covered the gut brain, you know, why the gut is more than a, a digestive system. It's actually a source of neural or nervous information that comes from the nervous system up the vagus nerve to the brain. And who knew that the, the gut had a nervous system of its own and that it's the site of your innate immunity. And that's what I was talking about in the first video. What I'd like to come on to today is a little bit more about this uh, this two-way street, if you like, this information highway that comes from your back brain to your internal organs via your vagus nerve. That's probably one of the main ways that the information about your body state is conveyed to your brain. And it's 85% up and 15% down, which really contradicts what I was taught and probably what you were taught, which is that the brain is the control center of the, the body and it dictates everything that happens. It's actually the other way around. The body is telling the brain and creating the different um, behaviors that kind of enable you to function. And so if there's something wrong with your gut, if, if due to the kind of diets we eat in the Western world, which are nutritionally deficient. Um, they, they're over-reliant on sugars, um, particularly uh, carbs are, are just overwhelming. Um, we tend to reduce fat because we're told that a fat is bad, when in fact our brain particularly functions better on fat than it does on carbohydrate. And so we're seeing a huge amount of disease, basically, particularly looking at heart disease, uh, any form of dementia, which is also um, a, a brain problem where you, you've just got too many carbs being metabolized, uh, all sorts of uh, arthritis, um, asthma, eczema, these are all inflammatory diseases. In fact, you know, it was recently uh, there were, you know, loads of papers on this, that inflammation was at the heart of every disease. And why are we inflamed? Why? When our bodies are designed to live in harmony with the world? Well, we've changed the world. We've changed what we eat. We've changed how we function, how we uh, interact with our world so that largely we're divorced from natural processes. We don't drink natural water. We don't walk on the earth anymore without, you know, plastic in between, you know, because most shoes are now plastic. There's no... Um, grounding that we receive from the earth, which, believe it or not, is really important. So we're living devoid lives and we're eating nutritionally deficient and degraded foods and we're highly addicted to them. You know, sugars are very, very addictive. And so it's no wonder then that our, our gut is largely uh, dysregulated and, and inflamed and, and the microflora that live 
within our guts that in fact give us a lot of our information, they create a lot of our neurotransmitters for our brain to function, are um, out of balance, something we call dysbiosis. Dysbiosis is the imbalance of your gut flora because the foods we eat, this is really fascinating, the foods we eat are largely dictated by the kinds of microbes that live in our gut because they secrete chemicals that kind of increase the craving for the foods they need so people with sugar cravings and you know i'll admit to chocolate sometimes pretty much every day a a chocolate craving because some of the um, microbes are feeding my brain the information that that's what they need when in fact i'm probably magnesium deficient Um, there's lots of magnesium in chocolate so there is a there is a um, intelligence to this, but the problem is we're out of touch with our bodies, with what, what we're feeling. All we feel sometimes is this sense of something not quite right. Um, I do believe anxiety is hugely driven by a dysbiotic gut because some of these peptides, small proteins that the microbes secrete, uh, uh, go directly to your brain. Um, the blood brain barrier, which we used to think was a impermeable barrier, actually does allow certain um, proteins to go through. And it's going to change the way you feel. It's going to make you feel highly dysregulated. Your nervous system will be all kind of jumpy. And that's really what we think of as anxiety. And new terms like generalized anxiety disorder, you know, anxiety that doesn't relate to the circumstances of your life. Um, well, is this a new disease? Is it a reclassification of how people have always felt? No, I think this is a modern problem because of the diets we're eating and our disconnection from life purpose, from being one with nature, you know, um, having a sense of uh, connection, I think, which is really vital. Um, And so any form of imbalance is going to affect the way you feel. That's the really important piece of information. So we call this psychoneuroimmunology or PNI. And in my book, The Scar That Won't Heal, I I showed this and I described it in great detail. Now, PNI was uh, a relatively unheard of term 20 years ago. There were a few researchers looking at this connection. Psycho, what's going on in your mind, Uh, neuro what's going on in your nervous system and immunology obviously in the immune system and that these three things interact Um, and in fact the microbiome is in there too so it could be even extended but these things are talking to each other uh, and it's a constant uh, communication and and so we have to really pay attention to how we think how we feel and what we're doing and, and try and harmonize our lives with what our body is telling us is right for us. And that's different for everyone. Um, we are getting uh, um, incredibly disharmonic signals now from um, what we're eating, from how we're supposed to live, you know, uh, in competition with each other, in, in metal boxes or brick boxes, it doesn't matter. We don't tend to work in the outdoors anymore, or very few people do. Um, so we're not getting the benefit of, of sunlight. We're not getting the benefit of grounding. And, and is it any wonder many of us are living lives of high anxiety and high stress? 
And, and P&I was really revolutionary because it said high stress affects our physiological functioning, affects the way our immune system functions. And I, I should know that this week because um, I, got, I got a cold sore out of nowhere, just came up within two hours. I've had them before. They're usually my signal that I'm stressed in some way or I'm, I'm tired and I need to slow down. And so I'm booking a holiday. <laughs> it's like that's a really good sign that I need to listen to, you know, little things like that. So the stress response, which we used to think was just the same in everybody, we're now learning. Um, it's a very vital response, by the way, because it, it teaches you to activate yourself if you need to run or fight something that's a danger to you, the fight and flight response. But there's another aspect to it, which we're just learning, which is more a, a sort of shutdown and a slowing of responses. And that's more common in women, actually. Um, some people have called it tend and befriend or, or the fawn response. But um, we're seeing that gender difference does operate in this field and that most of the studies on stress have been on men. And so women are physiologically different but they're also their brain chemistry is quite different and the way that the brain uh, operates is quite different um, maybe i'll talk about that next time um but we need to know that that the we're not all the same and that we need to tune in to what our needs are as individuals but also um pay attention to what your body is telling you without fear you don't need fear in this you need to listen in um so I guess the summary of what I'm saying today is that the mind and body are connected. They are one thing, actually, in this duality that we've grown up with, that the mind is sort of separate uh, or the brain is separate somehow is actually inaccurate. And that the gut hugely influences how you feel and, and how your brain operates. And if you have inflammation in your brain, it's going to cause cognitive difficulties further on down the line. It's going to reduce your um, immune functioning in your brain. And there are immune cells in your brain called microglia. And they are there to kind of help the neurons function. And, and so, you know, we think dementia is probably a failure of the immune system to function well due to this overwhelming toxicity of the brain. And, you know, a lifetime perhaps of toxic food, toxic thoughts, you know, stress plays a huge role in creating inflammation. Um, so we owe it to ourselves to understand this and to pay attention and to look after ourselves and find out what's stressing uh, us as individuals and learning to um, heal that with other people, you know, um, getting help. Basically, it's very difficult to do on your own because you can't see how you're operating on your own because you're so used to it. You're so habitual. You need the um, it, you need the insight of somebody who's outside of your your frame of reference, if you like. So getting getting help is absolutely vital and kind of paying attention to your body's signals, too. So I hope that was helpful and I'll see you next time. Do subscribe. Take care of yourselves and talk to you soon. Bye bye. Hope you enjoyed listening to Rebel Health Radio. Do subscribe and look forward to catching you soon.